1: Welcome back to another episode of the Talk of Music City Real Estate. Where we educate and motivate all things real estate. My name is Monty Moore with Realty One Group Music City. And I am Jason Hoover sitting in for the one and only see at, C- at CMG Financial and my mortgage team. Yes, every week we'll be posting a new episode chock full of Nashville real estate value. You can follow along and subscribe at talkmusiccity.com Got a question for us? Ask away. Questions at talkmusiccity.com.
2: All right, Jason Hoover. Yes. You have got a you got a lot of responsibility here today, I brother. I do. You, I do. You're sitting in for the amazing Carrie Ann I got to
1: I got to level up my uh, positivity. You better, the, man, you better not say <laughs> my anything energy level. <laughs> and anything negative today
2: cuz she's missed positive. <laughs> and we have an awesome guest here, Dr. Uh, Dr. Frank Mar- Margella from Ideal health and wellness. Ideal health and wellness. <laughs> thank you, sir. <laughs> hey, um, you know, Can I have I'm, you back, Mark. Thank I, you. It's so good to have you back, Frank. Um, I'm Frank. Man. And, um, so <laughs> sorry about it. <laughs> It's a little different here today, That's okay, guys. That's Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Um, Hey, this is, this class, this class, geez, really, <laughs> should we start over again? <laughs> Take it to the school. Hey. Um, That's what happens when Carrie Ann is not I here. know it. I know it. She's obviously the backbone of the operation <laughs> here, no doubt about it. Uh, speaking of which, all our all of our uh, real estate friends, make sure that you're um, you're uh, communicating with Carrie Ann Sear at CMG Financial. She's an amazing, amazing mortgage person. All of us mm-hmm. real estate professionals know how critical it is to have somebody like her in your corner, so mm-hmm. be sure and reach out to CMG Uh, And Carrie Ann and her team. Amazing, amazing, amazing organization there. But look, before we go any further, we are going to get into some stuff here today, guys. It's going to be totally different than what we normally talk about. That's why we have Dr. Frank here, because we're going to get down and Dirty. Dirty on that <laughs> thing called, what's that thing, that face diaper? What do they call it? A yeah, face diaper.
1: <laughs> hey, before we do there that, will though. There'll be uh, live fact-checking going on. Yes, right? there'll be That's live right.
2: fact-checking. <laughs> we have our own in-house fact-checker. Watch yourselves, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jim, why don't you be our fact-checker today, okay?
0: That's what I'm going to do, <laughs> playing
2: that role. <laughs> playing that role. Hey, before we get going too far, let's talk about uh, our w- awesome sponsor. Yes. Me,
1: go ahead, Jason. Yeah, Music oh. Stadium Removal is the number one job junk removal service in nashville from residential commercial and construction they're your experts in ridding you of junk their costs include labor and dumping fees without any hidden or added expenses whether you're you need a full clean out or just one item removed they have you covered
2: the music city removal team knows the importance of respect and trust while in someone else's home they understand the inconvenience of junk left behind by previous homeowners and tenants and determined to provide an affordable and customer-focused junk removal service that puts you first. For a free on-site estimate, go to musiccityremoval.com. That's musiccityremoval.com. Music City Removal. Because clutter ain't, ain't cute. That's what Carrie Ann says. <laughs> All right. So, um, we have Dr. Frank with us today because we're going to talk about, you know, Frank, last time you were on here, uh, you, you came to, for, cause I was, I was uh, wanting to talk about how do we get out of mask purgatory? Because it seems yes. like, and this was months ago that we were feeling this way That's months right. ago. And here we are in November how many do you do you know how many days we're into the flattening of the curve? I think it's about 250. Yeah, it's got to be over well over 225 as I was thinking, but yeah. it, it's somewhere in that neighborhood. So, I I don't, you know, it's it's uh, I think it's really important, guys. Here here's the deal. I I get, my my heart is broken because another restaurant, another favorite restaurant in Nashville closed its doors forever. A restaurant that's been around forever. A great little hole in the wall place for the best Indian food in the world, and it's gone now, gone forever. And it breaks my heart. At how many? How many of these companies? You know, I heard recently. Actually, I think I wrote it down earlier um, that there are there's something like oh, okay. First of all, forty seven percent of American workers are employed by small businesses, and over one hundred thousand small businesses have closed their door for good here since the Stilly. Wow. Since this COVID thing happened, okay, that's a pandemic in itself. That that's that's beyond
1: pandemic. So you know, well, this, and two, something that um, I don't think is talked about enough. You know, one of my passions is uh, you know suicide prevention. Oh my gosh! And yes. it has been. I mean, it's exponentially it's increased. I think the uh, the number was ridiculous. Um, and I don't want to quote an exact number, but it was like maybe three thousand percent
3: more calls are being made, or something ridiculous. I saw something like that too. Yeah, and that that breaks my heart. It's, well, it's, that's what's going to happen when you leave people isolated, you take people away where you're scared to go around anybody. You're scared yeah. to go out in public. Yeah. You don't want to be anywhere close to anybody. Mm-hmm. It creates that isolation effect. I mean, that's and people, financial crushes. Yeah. I mean, if you have these businesses, if you're one of these business owners or you work for these businesses, you're just, you're devastated right now. And it's just, it doesn't look like it's getting any better right now either. Well, that's the thing, you
2: know, people don't talk about depression, anxiety, and addictions that are happening, you know, And guys, those of you that are watching this, please don't think we're going to go down to a, this is, um, you know, just all about negativity. This is the purpose that I, that I'm trying to accomplish here today is to get us all thinking. If we're, if you're a real estate professional, you are, we're supposed to be a leader in the community. We're supposed to be someone who the community can, can trust. Okay. That's my hope in any of our agents anyhow. And they know that we're looking for leaders. I keep telling our folks and and leaders require us to get out of the uncomfortable zone. But I want you thinking, Okay, we're going to talk about some things. Yeah, I know it's much easier just to put the mask on, go about your merry way. But if you go into if you do your research, if you study yourself, you're going to find there's a lot more than a mask at risk here. This whole mask thing is just a prelude for other things about control. It's not about politics. It's not a show about politics. This is a show, though, that I always want to, we always want to bring the truth to you and something to make you think, okay? Thinking, unfortunately, has become almost as rare as... You know, this thing that I used to hear about called common sense. Yep. You remember the, the, when people had common sense? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They had to, when they lost common sense, they had to stop thinking as well, because then the common sense kept trying to creep in back in when they started <laughs> thinking. You know, And, you know, um, Jim will, or, uh, Jason well, will. Common
1: sense is subjective, right? <laughs>
0: yeah, it, it is. Uh, that's right. It's
2: all by the beholder. But
0: You guys want to know what the actual definition of it is? Yes. It Fact is checker. An, it is a noun and it is defined as good sense and sound judgment in practical matters that is common sense
3: practical judgment we've gone that's gone down the drain too
2: well and and that's and that's we see this glaringly so often when this like this whole mask topic, you know, and people have no common sense. Okay. When you go to a restaurant, you've got to have your mask on until you sit down because the, the COVID cooties can't get on you while you're sitting down, mm. <laughs> but it can get on you. If you go from the door to the, the table, this kind of silliness, you know, yeah. the thing, one of the things again, that spurred me on to, uh, you know, delve into this whole topic deeper was I witnessed my own mom. I mean, we, you know, first of all, let me, let me just share, share again. We understand that COVID is real, I also understand the flu is real. Cancer is real. Heart attacks are real. All these things are real. We're not taking anything from the validity of COVID and people have lost loved ones through COVID just like people have lost loved ones through all these other things that are are, are, are bad in our, our world. There's no question about that. Mm-hmm. I have watched though, and here's what I shared yesterday on yesterday's huddle call, the cost of prevention far exceeds the value of the cure. The cost of prevention far exceeds the value of the cure. See, the I think the... The backdoor um, intention is to you know is to eliminate COVID. You're not going to do that anymore. You're going to eliminate the flu or you're going to eliminate back pain. You're That's not going to impossible. Do that. You're not going to do that. Things are going to happen. You know you can, you know the goal is to control it. But but anyhow, recently I was I went to visit my mom uh, up the street here at um, where she sta- where she lives. She's eighty <clears throat> eighty eight years old, and it it just I mean when I saw her this last time it just it just broke my heart because here this lady is. She's used to be the life of the party, and when this thing started nine months ago, she still was the life of the party, still out there doing her, playing her spoons, you know. Anytime the guest singer would come and all this kind of thing, you know, taking such pride in it, and now she's just kind of, she just, she sits in front of her TV all day long in a lockdown. Oh man! And it she, she's lost most of her teeth. I don't know what that has connected with her depression that she's in right now, but she's just she's afraid because she sits there and watches that TV and believes it as it's the gospel. And I've seen her go down so dramatically. It just absolutely breaks my heart. But you know, and that's why I want to say, okay, guys, Hey, look, enough is enough. What, what's the real, what's the end goal here? I mean, you know, we brought you on, you know, Dr. Frank, because I know you're a doctor of chiropractic. I've learned to trust you over the last 10 years. As a matter of fact, I really need to get in to see you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I mean, I mean, I mean that, um, but what's the, what's the in, in if it's not about control uh, of the human population what's what's this whole thing about
3: i it, it really uh, that's what it is but it's it's going back to common sense it's going back to personal responsibility we've talked about this on on other episodes and You are responsible for your health, nobody else. And you are responsible for what you watch on TV, what you listen on the radio, what you listen to on podcasts, whatever it is. You are ultimately, you're you're responsible for that. And that's what puts your body either in the direction of success or the direction of failure. So I did a, I do webinars with a lot of companies and and just the other day I did a webinar and I said, Hey, every decision you make, you know, 2020 is not over yet and you can really write this ship and you can go into 2021 with, with a lot better things on your plate. And you just have to look at everything that comes across, you know, your face, your eyes, your ears. Is this going to move me in the direction of success and healthy Uh, lifestyle or is this going to move me in in the direction of failure, depression and unhealthiness and unhappiness? So ultimately that's what successful people do, but that's how you need to treat your health too. You have to look at every situation you come across and what direction is that going to lead me? And if it's not going to lead you in the direction of success, happiness and good health, then you just need to eliminate it from your life. And it's really about prioritizing these important things and it's about taking control and taking personal responsibility because you have control of your health. It doesn't matter what everything else is going on in the world. You just have to decide that you're gonna do it.
2: So well, it's easier and said and than I, done. But
3: know, and I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. And, that, and
2: that, but that's part of why I want people to push back on this topic rather than just go down this. Because I it feels like this is forcing not thinking the right way it's not it's not encouraging you to think correctly it's thinking it's at the it's helping you have an outside an outward uh sign of an inward conviction that first of all i'm just going to be a sheeple and first and second of all i'm afraid because i don't have control of my future or my destiny or, or my health even
3: Well, when you look at it when the government is leaving open liquor stores and you know places you can buy cigarettes and fast food stores, but they're closing down your gyms and they're closing down your churches. Is it really about health at this point? Is it it really about, you know, it's about they're leaving open all these, you know, Target, Walmart, Costco, all these big companies. What about the small companies? What about the mom and pop shops? What about the restaurants? A of them closed down. Right. So what, where does this really about? So where's the priority lie? So obviously if their priorities are not in your best interest, then you need to take responsibility. You need to step up and you need to make sure that you, are doing business with small businesses, especially small business Saturday, I think is coming up uh, here next week. And you start looking for the holidays. Shop local. These big companies, they don't need your money. They have right. they've, they've made billions in this pandemic. Look at shopping local businesses, look at helping those people out in your neighborhood, in your communities, somewhere, you know, whatever town you're living in, support those people. That's a good start right there. And then as far as looking at ways if you can't if there's no gym to go to or if you're worried about going to the gym do something in your house find something to do find a way to to eat better to work out to do some things that'll keep you on the healthy side because it's much easier to stay healthy than to get healthy once you've gone down that same that jason you were gonna say something
1: uh yeah a couple things uh going back to what you're sharing about the um uh what you know keep your mind healthy. I mean, you know, mental strength is, uh, something that we can always improve upon. And it's something I, uh, you know, what you're sharing is kind of like what I, I share with my, uh, uh, with the agents is that, you know, just as your diet is important to your health, your body's health. So is the information diet, you know, That's the right. information diet of what you consume on TV news, what you read, what you hear, you know, what, what are you listening to? All of that is impacting you, whether you know it or not. You know, it's subconscious or conscious. Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) that's something that I think a lot of people don't even understand. They'll just leave the TV on. And after a while, I mean, like, I don't know, the other day we we just had a TV on and uh, my wife and I were working on our laptops. And all of a sudden she says, I'm just so full of anxiety. And the TV was on the news channel and they're all blah, 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 blah. And it was just constant. Mm -hmm. Well, that was a subconscious reaction to the information that was being consumed by our body. Yes. And so that's one thing that we need to be uh, cognizant of and, and think about what is our, our environment like? Is it, a, is it a positive one? Is it a negative
3: one? Is it just uh, always complaining?
1: Who are our friends? All of that stuff.
3: Well, that's a good point because most people don't know this, but your subconscious mind makes up 90% of your mind. Your, mm-hmm. your conscious mind is only 10%. You guys mm-hmm. probably teach that with you know, the real estate people, but people out there may not know that. And something that I do, it's, there's a app called brain tap. And basically what it does is it helps your subconscious mind through different things. There's help with sleep. There's help with depression. There's help with anxiety. There's help with health. Um, there's some on there. Like if you smoke cigarettes, if you you know drink alcohol, whatever it is, there's a lot of different things, but you can help your body and help your mind go back down into a positive place by listening to these things. Cause your subconscious mind soaks it up like a sponge. right? Mm-hmm. And that's what you need to be listening to. You know, so there's some other apps out there, but I like the brain tap one. And if you listen to those things and you, and you do it, I do it in the morning and at night I do it when I wake up in the morning, it's about 10 minutes and, and go to bed. And then there's other ones that are longer than that. But those are the kind of things you need to just do because you can retrain your mind. You can help your subconscious mind be in a positive state. And just like, it's like, a, it's like the laws of attraction. When you are in a positive state, when you're thinking positive, when you're thinking clearly what happens, good things happen, good things come your way, opportunities come knocking, right? When you're just like, oh, the world sucks, this is bad, that's bad, you know, it's never gonna get any better, then yeah, then the storm comes and the, and the negative yeah. people come to your life. that
1: back all that up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's Absolutely. why even, even your uh, retail stores They pump in types of music Mm -hmm. for for it to be a certain environment. That's right.
3: And certain colors in there, certain Certain smells
1: and everything and helps. They have proven that it helps people buy. That's right. You know, and some, some of it is they want you in and out quick. Some of them, they want you just to stay in there. You know, your smaller shops, they want you in and out pretty quick Mm -hmm. to keep the flow going. Mm -hmm. A larger uh, store, they're going to have a little bit softer tone music so that you stay in there longer and shop more.
2: I really believe in that whole concept because I, you guys probably don't know this about me, but years ago I had a stuttering problem and I st- I finally st- got some subliminal information and started listening to these tapes over and over and over again. And pretty soon I, I started almost almost like an ob- observer saying, wow, did I really say that? Wow, did I really change that much? You know, it was yeah. really, it was amazing. That's really cool. Really amazing. But so, let, you know, one thing I shared yesterday on yesterday's huddle call, uh, Jason will attest that I got a little emotional about it because it's it's hard to sit back passively to for me and watch people just go down this path with their masks on every day, okay? Because I feel like there's so many other, I mean, we all, I think it, it's becoming, you correct me if, it's, if I'm wrong, but it's becoming more and more apparent that there's more and more studies showing that even wearing a mask is not healthy. That's right. I mean, kids, kids are, I mean, if they had a clean one on all the time, if they had the right kind on all the time, I mean, there's disclaimers on it. Um, and the guy who did the test on this COVID thing has said not to use it as a diagnosis of anything. All this stuff is going on, but we just, we just gladly line up and say, okay, I got to wear a mask. I got to do this test. I, I mean, part of what pushed me the other day was I found out people are going to, some, I don't know where they're going, but <clears throat> for those who don't know, you can go into somewhere and get tested and they'll pay you 160 bucks for your test. <laughs> okay. And they wonder why there's more cases because there's more <laughs> tests going on because they're going to pay you
3: 160 bucks. So see more- Elon Musk today, no yeah. Elon Musk. Yeah. You saw that. So he, he went and did four tests in a row with the same nurse, the same machine <laughs> all in a row. Two were positive, two were negative. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. You know, if you test somebody enough, you know, are they're
2: going to, they're going to turn out positive. I mean, I just can't believe how people are not thinking on their
0: own. And think about the people when they do get a positive, what happens in their head?
2: Well, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It puts them in that state again. Yeah, that's right. and, and, and now, and now, and not only that, they've got to go back and quarantine for two weeks and now they've mm-hmm. got to tell everybody and those people are supposed to quarantine for two weeks and all this stuff, you know? So, so I, I did some comparison, Dr. Frank, I don't know if you are familiar with these numbers or not, but I, um, oh, like I diseases overall. Yeah. Yeah. So check this out. Check this out. So let's compare. I mean, let's compare apples to apples. I mean, we we're, yeah. we we're, we're shutting down an economy. They're talking about more lockdowns. Um, a friend of mine just said yesterday, called me yesterday and said, money, what country are we in? I went into the local gas station and to, to buy some stuff and she would not work. She would not serve me because I didn't have a mask on. And and, and I get everybody's trying to comply. it's <laughs> well, <you sell> Costco.
1: <laughs> Their well, new policy. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I don't go to Costco. I won't go to those places. That, yeah, they, require. Well, they just Sorry, announced man. that even if you have a medical condition, I know it, and you can't wear a mask. How? They won't. How is that legal? It, it I won't I don't
0: be know. for long. I don't yeah. know. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, now. that's that's kind of violating HIPAA. That's complete violation of so,
3: HIPAA, and that's you know. a discrimination thing. It is. So discrimination. Discrimination. There's no way that holds up. That's, I that's mean, our own, our now. own,
2: uh, front person here, Twyla, she has a, a condition. She can't wear one. Right. Yep. Okay. She went into the store <laughs> the other day with it, you know, with her nose out so she could breathe cause she has to have one or the other open and they, they would not let her shop there cause she didn't have the full, you yeah, know, that's, anyway, that's, that's discrimination. Totally. So, so listen to these numbers. So, uh, so these are real numbers. They just, just got them two days ago off CDC and, 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 uh, the who (laughs) the world health (laughs) organization. So, so far in this country, 245,600 people have died of COVID or shark bites or whatever else. But, I mean, we know, we know the rumors, but let's just say there weren't all the other rumors about why they died, but let's say a legitimate amount of people, 245,600 people actually died of Corona. 1.2 1.2 million worldwide, okay? So let's let's consider some of these other things that people die from because in this country, there's 328 million people, Two point seven pe- 2.7 million people die a year approximately, okay? That's the current death uh, rate. So, so um, let's just talk about car accidents, for instance. Car accidents are number eight in the world for reasons for death. Did hmm. you know that? Number eight in the world, okay? Uh, top... For five-year-olds to 29-year-olds. Number I, one reason for death. 1.35 million. More people die of car accidents Wow! Than, worldwide than COVID. Well, how, I mean, I've always said, well, you know, if this, if it's actually about safety, this mask is about safety, then why aren't we well in, wearing helmets yeah. and why aren't the guardrails covered with foam, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Smoking. This is a good one. Smoking in, in this country, 480,000 people die annually. In this country of smoking, why in the world are we allowing smoking? And no offense to anybody who smokes you know, out there listening to this, but guess what? 41,000 people a year die from secondhand smoke. Now, how's that, how, how's that allowed just to, to float along by like it doesn't? You know? Did you know that there's 8 million people in the world annually that die from smoking? Wow. eight million a year. That's eight <laughs> times more than the COVID. How, how come wow. they're not locked? How come we're not locked down because of all the bad smokers?
3: Yeah. yeah how, how come they're not banned the cigarettes?
2: I mean, it's exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know why? Because the tobacco companies money. paid their way out of the deal, you yeah. know? Okay. I mean, imagine that here's That's a good thing.
1: Lobbying. Yeah. Lobbying. Yeah. Oh, oh my, gosh, lobby. my gosh. How's that even legal? Oh.
2: So you like this one, Frank, cause you got a cure for this. That's right. Obesity. Oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> two hundred and eighty thousand people a year die from obesity two point eight million worldwide how, how how's i mean how come they haven't gotten enforceable in that I, well, I guess california has you can't put any sort of snacks now by the checkout did you hear that in california well, i didn't know that oh yeah they've taken out snacks near the checkout because they're you know trying to control what they're doing i that mean thing. i can appreciate that i guess but but check this out 39.8 percent of the u.s population is considered obese Wow. Or 130 million people in this country are considered obese.
3: That's, wow. I mean. That's almost as many people that have voted in this last election. (laughs) (laughs) Supposedly.
2: It is. is. Uh, Jim, did you want to say something there?
3: There we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got the Lipo laser so I can I can help with that. Well, that's that. what I'm saying.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, you know, a commercial
0: for uh, for your It just uh, depends on what you consider obese. I mean, <laughs> nobody's looking at People you, just know? call me big bones. <laughs> so a little husky. Pleasantly plump. <laughs> <laughs> pleasantly
2: plump. <laughs> Tell me, seriously, this is a serious subject, guys. And no offense yep. to anybody who is smoking or or is uh, you know, need, one knows they're in the heart they need to lose a little weight or whatever, okay? But 280,000 more people are dying of obesity. In this country, than are dying of corona, but we're not locking down the community, locking down the economy because of fat people. I mean, we're not. you know heart disease on there? I didn't didn't even go there because. It, you know, that's something that's there's so many compounding reasons for. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't even go there. Alcohol related deaths, 3.3 million annually. Whoa. That's more than My twice God. of COVID alcohol deaths. Okay. And that's not even counting all the lives that are changed because of the alcoholism and so forth. Okay. That all the uh, related things. That's there. I didn't realize okay. Check that this high. out. This will blow your mind. Okay. Are you getting ready to blow your mind? Okay. Brace yourself. <laughs> Misdiagnosis. You know what that number is? Health 250,000, 250 to 440,000 annually. And and check that this is come, coming from John Hopkins. 12 million Americans suffer from misdiagnosis each year. 33% results in a serious or permanent damage or death. Mm.
3: I did know some of those numbers. And then there's also about medications that people take. There's right. a high death rate for Huge. people that are either prescribed the wrong medication or improperly taking those medications. And these are over the counter or, you know, prescription medications. Uh,
2: it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, why don't we stop going to doctors? I mean, you know,
3: well, those, those numbers you just suggested right there that, that you, are exactly why I became a chiropractor is because there's so many problems with medications, misdiagnosis of, of diseases, um, botched surgeries. There's, I don't know if you have the numbers on that. There's hundreds of thousands of botched surgeries. Sometimes they'll just, they'll operate in the wrong leg. You know, it's supposed yeah, to be the left leg to I know. on the right leg. That's why I became a chiropractor is because the body does have the ability to heal itself and you can overturn a lot of these problems without drugs and surgery. So I'd much rather do that. To help people out, Amen. Then go down that road because you just never know. Remember, it was like three or four years ago there was tainted epidurals that were that were killing people mm. in the national yeah. area as long as as well as the rest of the country. Yeah. When they were getting those epidurals either for um, you know pain or or for surgeries, you never know what's in these things. You never know if you're going to walk out of that surgery. Everybody's like so quick to do surgeries. It's not just an open and shut thing. There's a lot involved with that, and there's a lot of things that can go wrong.
0: You bring up another interesting point is remember pig flu and, uh, flu and all that other stuff. They're still around, right? Mm -hmm.
3: That was 2009 was the swine flu. What happened with those? So my daughter got that. The media didn't blow it up. So we didn't, we didn't lock down and and shut things down and, and restrict flights and restrict travel and all this stuff and social distance.
0: Now that that Biden is the quote unquote president elect. Does that mean all this goes away? I
2: don't
3: think so. I
0: think Remember that,
2: I said there wouldn't be a political comment here.
3: <laughs> I know, but I'm, you know, I, I think no matter who's president, because yeah. we don't honestly, we don't know yet. We'll know in about a month. Um, I think that either way, it's not going to go away because they're going to try to run this through and if you but want to go down the conspiracy hole with the great reset and all this other stuff, you know, that that's the direction that the world is going. Well,
0: they could push the vaccine then. So, well, like if you heard
3: way. what Fauci said, the vaccine is not the answer. They, he said that that's not going to even be the end all. It's like, so he said that there's still going to be social distancing masks for the next one to two years, even with the vaccine out there. Hmm. So they're still looking at controlling it many different ways. So even though the vaccine is going to come out soon, they're saying that's not going to be the solution to the problem. So really, what what more is there then? You know, that that brings up a lot of questions. Well,
0: did you, did you see what uh, Governor Whitmer said on October 20th? Did we talk, did I tell you about this money? I don't think so. On October 20th, she's been saying all this along, Governor Whitmer is the governor of Michigan. That's right. And my right. brother's been fighting her in uh, court and lawsuits and everything. She basically came out and said, look, if you guys want to go back to, back to church and your kids back to school and not have all these mandates, you just got to make sure you, you make the right decision come election day. Is basically what she said. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, that, well, I believe it, that's an it, ultimatum. Yeah, that yeah, you, know,
2: it, yeah. you know, I'd, I'd like to believe that it's a political thing. Uh, my, my conviction after doing a lot of research on this, this is way bigger than a political thing. Yeah. This is a control thing. It's, it is a reset thing. I mean... And, you know, I, that that brings up the question. And one other one other quick uh, number here that I wanted to share, and I, that's where I kind of lost it yesterday on yesterday's call, was because I know there's I know it's a political topic, I guess, with a lot of folks. But when you another number that is, I think, shocking, yet they don't change anything, and that is abortions, um, nine hundred and twenty six thousand a year in this country, over twenty five hundred a day wow. are being performed. Thirty seven million annually worldwide. Um, you know, anyway, that's another topic, but, but my, um, God, I just, i lose it whenever I, I see that. Cause I, was, I mean, whatever your conviction is on that topic, it's just still shocking. But the point is they're not, they're not stopping the, uh, you know, business. There's not, not stopping our, our, our lives are not requiring us to do something. You know, th- that's why I say it, this is truly not about health and wellness and that's why i bring this up frank and, and jason yeah. you know that's why I, I go through this is this isn't about i mean this whole mask thing this these mandates these silly silly ass mandates this has nothing to do with health and wellness okay has nothing to do with that it has to do with control and think about this for a second just i mean let's just go down let's go down a, you know a, a little rabbit hole here just in case they do decide to, to enforce a Require a vaccine just in case they decide to do that. Is it going to be easier if they've gotten you numb to the idea of the mask and running out of this thing and all you got to do is take a shot? Is it going to be that much easier to get that accomplished or much more t- tempting? Certainly, yeah. especially if they don't let you shop or don't let you get on an airplane or whatever because of the, t- of the feared Corona. <clears throat> don't you think that if I can get you acclimated to wearing a mask and being subservient to that whole topic? that I'm more likely to get get you... Uh, so, let's think about this for a second. Well, it's called uh, desensitizing. Well, yeah. it, exactly. Thank you, Jason. It is exactly right. It's like that, you know, we all know about that frog sitting in a pot of water on that low flame saying, wow, this feels pretty good. Well, it's getting a little warmer, but I'm sure it'll be okay. I'm sure it'll be okay. And just sitting there and sitting there until... He's gone. He's boiled mm-hmm. because it's too late then to jump out, and that's how I feel is happening here. And I, you know, I read something yesterday that was quoted from of President Trump's main people on this topic was the only way we're going to get out of this mask thing now, this whole Corona thing, is to push back. Okay, he's not, ad, ad, you know, he's not ad, uh, suggesting anything violent, but he's saying, suggesting like, and this is what Con- Connie and I, my wife and I, have been doing is when we go to a store and they insist on it, we say, no, thank you. We're polite as we can be. And if they continue to insist on it, we say, okay, well, we'll, we'll go shopping somewhere else. We, we did this uh, recently. There was not a, on a Sunday, it was not a car in the parking lot of this major chain. We went in there and we just wanted to grab something pretty quick. And they said, you, you don't, don't wear your mask. And I said, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't want to wear one. And she said, uh, well, you have to have one in here. I said, are you sure about that? I don't see you having any customers and everybody's standing around that's trying to help. And I said, so she goes, absolutely. And I, I, okay, okay, we're going to go shopping next next door then. We did and didn't have a, have to wear a mask. I mean, I think personally, and I again, I know I'm a real estate broker. I know I'm, I've already said, we know it's real and I'm supposed to be compliant. I get that. And I'm supposed to talk about things that are, you know, could be misconstrued or whatever. I understand all that. But at the same time, more passionately in my heart is is encouraging people to think. Let's think. If we're thinking which is required if you're going to be a leader, you got to learn to think. <laughs> and uh, and let's, let's ask the question, really, what is this all about? Then if all these other r- causes of death are significantly greater than what this COVID thing is about, what is this really all about? And like you said, it's all about control. Why would they want to control? Well, I know one person, considered one of the wealthiest in the world has said he makes more money on vaccines than anything else in the world. Okay. And and he Mm -hmm. owns, you know, Microsoft. Okay. Yeah. He makes more money on vaccines. What what, what does that tell you? What what if you found out this same person is not allowed in 17 countries in our world because of his vaccines and he's going to give me a vaccine? I don't think so. I mean, what what are you going to do here, Frank?
3: Well, the other thing is The fact that this came out so quick, that they have the the RNA technology in these these new vaccines. It's never been done before Mm -hmm. because it failed the other times that they've tried to do it. So the fact that it's been fast tracked on there, I just think it's a dangerous thing to to go into. And honestly, for something that they also said, you're going to have to get multiple shots of this. And then every year there's going to be different strains, just like the flu shot. How effective is the flu shot really? Maybe 50%. Just say it's 50%. They're saying this this vaccine here that's coming out is 90%. What, what does that really how do they, mean? How can, they, how can they even test? They don't know that. There's no here's, longevity Here's the thing it. that people don't know. When they do these trials, normally they take three, five, ten years to do these trials. They mm-hmm. did this in less than a year. And they use healthy 20-something-year-old kids with no previous health conditions on there. So, of course, they're not going to have any mm-hmm. uh, problems when they get a vaccine. What I'd like to see is them do a trial on an actual person that really needs it. So somebody that's 60 years old with heart disease and high blood pressure and diabetes. Let's see what happens if they did something with them. And that's unfortunately what's going to happen is when they come out with this and they start doing those shots on on those elderly people, they're the ones that have the preexisting conditions. And I think it's not going to go well. I think it's very dangerous. They they know there'll be people
1: dying from it. Should we also be worried, um, and this is a question, but should we also be worried about uh, the long-term effects on something that has been fast-tracked? I think so. I agree. What's going to happen to
3: us? Yeah, that's the thing is we we don't. And and there's not enough research out there for them, and there's not enough things out there long-term that we can say, okay, it's been three to five years of, of somebody that's had these things, these shots, and then let's see how they go. How, let's see how their health is. You roll this out so fast. There's no time to see how long, you know, it would take. So then you don't really know what's, what might happen to that person.
1: Yeah, there, well, there's, one, there's no, there's no way I'm going to take it. And one thing, um, yeah, just me uh, neither. another note, talk, going back to uh, in real estate world, um, I, I think it, uh, it is needed to be said that, uh, you know, we should respect our clients and their wishes. You know, we are the business and we meet them where they're at. And so like, if there is a, a requirement of wearing a mask, you know, before you show a home, then do it. You know, that's not a time to push back and to, no, I agree. Uh, um, yeah. you know, put, you know, so that's one of those things that, Hey, you know, if, if that's what they uh, have requested, then I'm going to uh, honor that. So, you know, we, we, I just want to make clear to our audience that we are not saying push back on that. Right. And
3: just like when I'm at work, I have some patients that come in that are immunocompromised. I had a lady that that came in just yesterday that has her liver uh, removed and she had a a replacement liver put in. And those are the kind of people that, you know, I'm going to wear a mask for because I know that they aren't in the best health. So, you know, we're not saying here that you have to be indecent to everybody. You're just saying that you really got to think some of these things through. And that's all I'm saying
2: is think, guys, okay? Remember this, the cost of prevention far exceeds the value of the cure.
1: That's a great quote.
2: Based on what I'm seeing here, okay? So let's let's all keep that in mind. Thanks so much for joining us today. This is the talk of Music City Real Estate. Thanks, guys. Thank you. (laughs)